1: it is the Jesse Kelly show final hour of the Jesse Kelly show Chris what exactly did you just come in here and do to the thermostat in the studio? Hold on hold on hold on no 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 you're not gonna do that thing everyone does of I turn it down I turned it up no one knows what that means. Did you make it hotter or did you make it colder? Okay. All right. Never mind. That's okay. Chris made it colder. I just want to remind everyone before we get to Democrats and back to the Canada stuff, back to your phone calls about the dumbest thing you've ever been done, ever done when you're drinking, 877 377 4373. I want to remind everybody about the rules for homes and especially the rules for an office. The warmest person. Sets the temperature in the office or the home, period. The warmest person. Why? Well, simple logic. If you're cold, you can always add layers. There's no problem there. I can only get so naked before I have to go work for Bill Clinton. I can only get so naked. You can put on a sweater, Put on a blanket, put on some wool socks, but I'm cold. Okay, I'm roasting. All right, we're moving on, moving on. Remember, 877-377-4373. What's the dumbest PG thing you ever did after you had one too many? I need to get to this story about the Democrats. You know what? A, A reminder. Here's an email. Ahoy, pink flower. Thank you for the history on the Korean War. My father fought there. The one and only time I ever got the courage to ask him, what was it like? He simply looked away saying, quote, it was cold and quickly walked away. I now know a tiny sliver of what he went through. I never knew until after he died last year on my birthday, April 19th, 2021, that he was missing several toes. Uh, History podcast is downloaded completely separate. Uh, I want to be clear. It's not part of. You know what I do here? It's just something I do for fun. It's just something I do because I love it. So I will do it whenever I can get to it. But there's a Korean War one up. It's on iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. Now let's get to the story before I get back to your phone calls. You watched Justin Trudeau and the Canadian government. You watched them ax stomp people into the ground. You watched them imprison people. You watched them take away people's money, confiscate private vehicles. I mean, You, you watched... Real tyranny. It's as bad as it gets. Real tyranny. Do you want to know what the likely voting American Democrats thought of that? 65% of likely voting Democrats in America, they favored it. 17% disapproved. Okay, so that means the Democrats who actually go to the polls and vote. 65% percent of them watched policemen on horseback stomp a little old lady's head into the ground and they thought oh nice nice that's exactly what we wanted now i'm going to ask you this because i bring it up a lot and i get a lot of email feedback for it about about national divorce and why i want a national divorce but this is why i want a national divorce how can we continue to live together With people like this. I mean, look, I know we have a bunch of communists who hate listen to the show. If you're a communist who watched that happen, you watched a bunch of truckers, even if you disagree with them. Let's say you disagree with the truckers, but they were totally peaceful. They weren't doing anything wrong. I mean, certainly nothing violent. And you watched them get pepper sprayed and stomped into the ground. And you thought, oh, nice. Declare martial law. Pound them. You know you're the bad guy, right? And I know that's very difficult to accept. I mean, history's monsters. they never seemed to realize that they all thought they were the good guy. But you do know when you look in the mirror every night that that's the bad guy you're looking at. I want to make sure you understand that you're the bad one. And I want to make sure I reiterate there is no coming together with people who believe you should have your head stomped into the pavement for not wanting to take a vaccine. This whole COVID thing has revealed so many monsters among us. It is staggering, staggering. All right. Before I get back to the emails and phone calls, let's do remember why we're seeing what we're seeing on the world stage. Russia will be held accountable if it invades. And it depends on what it does. It's one thing if it's a minor incursion and then we end up having to fight about what to do
0: and not do, etc. cetera.
1: Remember when Joe Biden said that? Look, look Russia's going to be held accountable we're going to crack down. I mean, unless it's a minor incursion, if it's just a tip, it's not the end of the world. Remember when he said that? Remember when he said that? Gee, I can't imagine why Putin would think that he was free to gobble up a couple eastern regions of Ukraine. But uh, look, when, when you hear strength like this and you're Vladimir Putin, surely you're scared. Yesterday, the world heard clearly the full extent of Vladimir Putin's twisted rewrite of history
2: going back more than a century as he waxed eloquently,
1: noting that, well, I'm not going to go into it, but nothing in Putin's lens. Lim- yeah, he lost track of the teleprompter. Boy, I'm, I'm sure Vladimir Putin is extremely worried. Joe Biden's pouring over maps and charts as we speak, just coming up with a grand strategy to take down old Vlad. Gosh. All right, let's get this some emails, and so then I'll get back to the calls. Remember, 877 PG, dumb things you've done when you've had too much to drink. Wise Oracle, I noticed you use the name Aiden a lot when you're referring to a hypothetical young man. You have a sarcastic tone when you do it. So, is Aiden a real person? I'm just wondering if it's possible. You were a giant marine. As a giant marine, you were picked on by some young punk named Aiden. <laughs> just curious, brother. God bless you and your family. Said, PS, your burgers were a huge hit at my firehouse. Keep the recipes coming and help me, an old firehouse cook, feed these ungrateful savages so that I can say his name. His name is Ray. I will say every part about this job is cool. Every part about it. I'm the luckiest guy in the world that a bunch of firemen around the country get emails like this all the time, a bunch of firemen around the country are sitting around pounding my burgers. That's the coolest thing in the world because, remember, I eat the best burgers on the planet, or I make the best burgers on the planet, and... Chris is over there shaking his head. You know what's really wild? I had someone on the weekend ask me for the recipe, a friend of mine. Because I've given it out on the radio show a bunch, and I'll do it again. You know what? You know what? Chris, Michael, you idiots, remind me, I'm going to give out the burger recipe tomorrow night. I'm going to give it out again tomorrow night, verbally. It's been a while. But I've given it out a bunch on the show, a bunch on TV. I didn't realize a bunch of people made blogs of my recipe. If you look it up, and yeah, there's a bunch of Jesse Kelly Burger recipe blogs. <laughs> I'm drunk with power right now. Fire the cannons. Wow, that's awesome. That is awesome. All right. As far as the reference to the name Aiden Ray, because he's the one who asked the question, I will just say if you were in a suburban neighborhood and you had to attend any youth sporting events, you would understand exactly what I mean. I don't know what happened about 10 to 15 years ago in this country, maybe 5 to 15 years ago, but you know how moms always root for their sons by name whenever you go to a sporting event, basketball, track, whatever it is. It's the most hysterical thing in the world, and if I can, I'm probably going to get a fancy microphone from one of the fellows so I can record it next time. I, I kid you not. The entire game, it's this, let's go Aiden, uh, go Jaden, Brayden, go get him, Aiden, oh Aiden, Gayden. oh Brayden, Jaden, Aiden, Jaden, Brayden. I have no idea when this happened, and I have nothing against the name at all, but it was like every white woman in America 10 to 15 years ago got together and decided, let's make it all rhyme with Aiden. It'll be hysterical. And they all did it. I, I You guys are shaking your head and laughing, you two children. You wait until you have kids. You wait until you have kids about five, ten years from now. They're all Aiden, Coach Aiden, I love you, Braden, All of them. It's the funniest thing in the world. And now the wife gets mad at me because I'll just start bursting out laughing. I can't take it. Only they don't know what I'm laughing about. But for some reason, she thinks everyone can read my internal monologue and they know exactly what I'm laughing about, what I think is funny. Michael, Michael said, what about when the parents say, let's go, Brandon? Actually, that's freaking brilliant. That's brilliant. Why wouldn't I start doing that? Only make it sound totally genuine? I mean, granted, my kids are named James and Luke, neither of them are Brandon. But the kids listen to the show anyway, they would think it's freaking hysterical. That's such a great idea, Michael. I'm, I'm absolutely doing that at the next kid's event. I'm going to be standing up. Brandon, let's go, Brandon, with the signs just being the obnoxious Ted. <laughs> what? That's funny. It's funny, I think. All right, I'll get back to your phone calls uh, about PG, stupid things you've done when you've had one too many. Apparently one of you stole cop car keys. Yeah, it, look, yeah, that, that's that's the way it is. But anyway. 8773774373. That's enough of that. Let's talk about Mantis X real quickly. You want to get better with your weapon. I want to get better with my weapon. And I will be totally frank with you. I enjoy going to the range. I do. Ammo is really, really expensive. And sometimes, and this, this is the embarrassing part, but it's true. Sometimes I wake up on a Saturday. I don't want to drive to the range. I don't want to grab my eye pro and ear pro. Uh, I, I don't want to go over another safety briefing with my sons for the thousandth time. I don't want to do it. I don't have to do it. I can grab my Mantis X. Whatever weapon I'm shooting, Mantis X attaches to it and you sit and practice in your home without firing a shot. They will put you through drills. You will get real-time feedback. They will get you better. 94% of shooters improve within 20 minutes of using Mantis X. Go to MantisX.com and start improving today. MantisX.com. It's what the Marines use. It's what the Green Berets use. MantisX.com. Missed out? Catch up. jessekellyshow.com It is the Jesse Kelly Show. And look, hey, Biden's saying it. Everyone in the administration is saying it. What is the one thing you, the American citizen, need to take? Well, here's what Dome says you should take from this Russian-Ukrainian nonsense.
3: As the president talked about in his speech. Um, We are aware that, again, when America stands for her principles and all of the things that we hold dear, um, it requires sometimes for for us to put ourselves out there in a way that maybe we will incur some cost. And in this situation, um, that may relate to energy costs, for example.
1: They're going to continue to do this now that Russia has invaded Ukraine. They're going to blame high energy costs on Russia. I just want you to take a look at your power bill and gas bill right now. And remember, they drove those costs up long before Russia crossed any lines. I don't care what dome gets up there and tells you. That's one. Two, I'm continually told, I'm going to play this one more time. What what do they mean by standing up for our principles and our values? Can you tell me which principles and values demand that you give a crap about Russia invading Ukraine?
3: As the president talked about in his speech. Um, we are aware that, again, when America stands for her principles and all of the things that we hold dear, um, it requires sometimes for, for us to put ourselves out there in a way that maybe we will...
1: Stands for our principles and all that we hold dear. Is, there, is that just a bunch of political gobbledygook or is it just me? What is that supposed to mean to me? And I'm not saying you should be rooting for Russia. I mean, who knows? everybody knows Putin's a bit of a scumbag. But what, what does this have to do with us? Uh, you know what? We're going to get back to your phone calls here. I want to be clear once again. PG stories. Kids, listen to this show. PG stories about the dumbest thing you've ever done when you've had one too many. That also means no cussing. If you cuss, it won't go out on the air anyway. We have a delay. We're just going to hang up on you, all right? No cussing. PG stories. Chris in New York, go.
2: Yo, brother. So uh, Marine Corps, 29 Palms, a company, which is uh, electronics repair, 2,800 MOS. Here we are. We go out with the boys one night. We have way too much to drink. I'm a top bunk guy. Hop in the bunk. All toasted up with a little booze, and I proceeded to urinate in my bunk, passed out drunk. And what happens is my bunkmate below receives the
1: urination. Oh, in the middle of the night. Semper Fi, my brother. I think we have had. I think we got a picture clear as day about that. Oh gosh, that's terrible. Gosh, Sean in Long Island, go.
2: Hey, Jesse, love the show. And uh, this, my, my old man was a cop. I was about 17 years old. And um, I had a couple of wine coolers back in the day to Bartles and James and I wasn't a drinker. And uh, I was so embarrassed with the, how I was feeling. I didn't want to go in a house all buzzed and everything. We had his old Monte Carlo when the truck lock did not work. We would hit a bump in the road, the, the trunk would go up. I'd have to pull over, close it for him. <laughs> well, I found a nice place to hang out for a little bit. And I fell asleep in the trunk, and I got to tell you, the the moment that trunk lid opened up and I saw him standing home for me the oh. next morning, was, I'll never forget it.
1: Oh, no, I mean, oh man, crazy. I'm glad you're still alive, my brother. Nobody can scare you like your father, I'll tell you that, especially when you're making bad choices. Royce in Colorado, go.
2: Hey, Jesse, back in the 70s, I threw a lot of parties, and this party I was thrown at, at a, a, a girlfriend's house, cops came. Uh, I was out in my vehicle, and uh, they, you know, proceeded to break up the party. All their cop cars, four of them, three of them, one of them, uh, were sitting out front, and uh, I snuck over there and turned their keys off. It was a snowstorm, so they <laughs> couldn't see me. I turned their keys <laughs> off, and I threw the keys in the bushes, <laughs> and I watched them all get towed away that night. Yeah, that was dumb.
1: Oh, don't <laughs> do that, Royce. That was not a good idea. Everybody, don't. Don't do that. That's a good way to end up in jail for a very, very long time. Shane, go boss.
2: Yeah. hey, uh, Combat Vet OIF3 coming back, Conus from Iraq. My buddies from Boston decided to take me out for a night on the town. So we hit up a few bars, and we decided to go to this club. So we're at the club waiting to get in. We get up, talk to the bouncer. He's like, you guys are a little too tipsy. So he turns us around. I tell my buddies, I'm like, you know what, we'll find an alternate route to get in here. So we go around to the side of the building, find a little staircase or, you know, the ladders that go up the side of, you know, these buildings and in, in cities. So we go up this ladder. I find an extra way to get in through the roof. So we end up in the club. About 20 minutes later, another bouncer approaches me. And mind you, this is right after I landed, so I'm still in my DCUs. Oh. So I stood out like a sore thumb. <laughs> so a bouncer approaches me and he goes, hey. Weren't you uh, not supposed to be in the club? And I said, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about, pretty much. So he starts bringing us out. We get to the front door. The bouncer that's there at the door says, hey, wasn't this guy? I, I told this guy he wasn't supposed to come in. How'd you get in? And I said, well, you know, my buddies and I, I told him that we could probably find another way in. So we found another way, and he goes, you know what? You've earned your right to stay in. He goes, turn around and go back in and enjoy
1: yourself. <laughs> that's awesome. simplify, my man. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> All right. All right. That's enough of that. Look, I'm just going to reiterate what I said in the first hour. When big things happen with this Russian-Ukraine stuff, we're going to talk about it. And this does have... It does have repercussions here at home. We are going to see higher prices, and this could lead to, I mean, God forbid, let's hope not, but this could lead to a war of some kind, a significant war. It certainly could. However, it is never going to be the prime focus of this show. The Western governments of America, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, France, the Western governments becoming hostile towards their own citizens. That is the biggest story going on right now and nothing else comes close. Not Ukraine, not Russia, nothing. Our government aiming its eyes at us is a big, big deal. We either get that fixed or nothing else matters. Back with your emails and more in just a second. Hang on. on
0: I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years
3: I have the rent for it tomorrow, the next I don't
1: know. Did I ever tell you guys that I went to a George Thorogood concert? It, on, you know? it is the Jesse Kelly Show. We're tackling the hard hitting issues here in a second. Somebody <laughs> has a question about universities, and I'm going to get back to your phone calls about the PG. Dumbest thing you've ever done when you had too much to drink. But now, when I say, you know what? I feel like I may have just lied and misled everybody a little bit. I saw George Thorogood in concert. I don't know that it was necessarily the same George Thoroughgood you saw right there. You see, When we, uh, we got out of the Marine Corps, this is 2004, we got out of the Marine Corps and we are broke. We don't have any money. It, it, look, you don't make a lot of money. It's not exactly news. You don't make a lot of money in the military. But we had this list of all kinds of fun stuff we wanted to do if we lived through Iraq. And you may remember, I've brought it up before on the show, that my buddy and I, we made a pact with ourselves when we were over there that if we lived, that we would go to Jamaica for, I think it was 10 days and we got back. We didn't know anything about Jamaica. We just thought it sounded like a good time. Oh, I've heard the Beach Boys sing about it. You know, it was pretty advanced. It was we, we did a lot of heavy thinking back then, but we did it. Well, as you can imagine, we flew the cheapest dog meat airline with the worst seats possible. And we stayed in this air fingers, quote, all inclusive hotel. There were bugs on the floor. It was it was rough. Okay, but we get back from that. We have no money left. There's no money. And we're we're now we're having to get jobs. How much fun is that? But we still have all this fun stuff we want to do because, hey, we're alive. I didn't get shot. Let's, Let's go do fun stuff. One of those things was we wanted to go to a concert. We couldn't afford to go to any nice concerts, but there was this concert, daggone, I'm going to forget what it's called. Someone's going to email in and know it's in Montana. It's this music festival. I think it might have something to do with the Rockies, maybe in the name of it. I'm going to forget it. But the tickets were just dirt cheap. They didn't cost anything. And we thought, wow, look at all these bands. There was Foreigner and George Thorogood Ther- Ther- and all these bands you'd want. And we're thinking to ourselves, man, did we luck out. And then we think, wow, we actually, we can't afford a hotel room to go to this thing either. How, how are we going to live? What are we going to do? One of my buddies, his father had one of those RVs that go in the bed of a pickup truck. You know what I'm talking about? You've seen these RVs before that go in the bed of a pickup truck? <laughs> Five of us pile in the back of one of these. It's okay, Chris. We had a plan. Okay, some of us were just riding back there. We were just riding back there. We had sleeping bags. I know it was a little bit of a fire hazard. Eh, technically not totally legal. But we pile five of us in the back of this, this RV and we take off to this concert. The concert turns out is in the middle of nowhere. And there are virtually no facilities. There, there's no showers there it it's hot this thing i do remember it was in the summertime it's hot out so everyone stinks uh, it turned out to be a gigantic biker rally and to be fair i actually really enjoy bikers bikers are dudes that i genuinely enjoy being around but not not always the cleanest people on the face of the planet it turned out to be like a 3 day disaster where we towards the end we didn't have the money to make an extra trip into town to get water. We were going around trading beer for water. That's how desperate and thirsty we were. Like I said, okay, we, were, we didn't use the best judgment at all times when we were kids. Either way, the swan song of the three-day music festival was George Thorogood. And the only reason we didn't leave early was we wanted to stay and see George Thorogood. You know, bad to the bone and whatnot. Old George comes out and he old george had some city miles on and by the time we saw george good, <laughs> let's just say it wasn't wasn't quite the same level of energy you would have expected not not quite the same level of energy look at look you know who could have been there you know who could have given george good a pick-me-up the pick-me-up he needed dome
3: i mean listen guys we're talking about the potential for war in europe I mean, let's really take a moment to understand the significance of what we're talking about. It's been over 70 years. And through those 70 years, as I mentioned yesterday, there has been peace and security. <laughs> we are talking about the real possibility of war. It's
1: so brutal listening to her. <laughs> That's terrible. Jesse, I'd like to know why the federal government gives billions of dollars to universities and colleges all over America. Okay, well, let's think about this, because I talk to you all the time about getting your kids out of government schools. I warn against sending your kids to universities and things like that. Let's, you know what, let's use, let's use me, for example, because what's a more interesting, more admirable, iconic topic than me? I can't think of anything. I'm basically the best. So let's talk about these two idiots that work here every day, Michael and Chris. Do you think if Michael and Chris were to tutor. Let's say they were doing some tutoring. God forbid. Please don't ever let these two tutor your kids. But what if they were tutoring after the show? Do you think, I mean, they work for me. Do you think if they were asked about radio or conservative entertainment or TV? Remember my shows every night on the first TV, 9 p.m. Eastern. Do you think if they were asked about TV or radio, do you think they would speak highly of me? Or do you think they would dog on me? well, oh, where's their paycheck come from? They would probably want to nurture the next generation to, watch. Well, Jesse Kelly, he's the best, even if I suck, right? What interest does the federal government have not to fund universities when universities are out there every single day preaching the exact same ideology that dominates the federal government, and part of that ideology is loyalty at all costs, to the federal government, no matter how corrupt they are. Why wouldn't they? It's the, Look, the greatest scam out there right now in the United States of America, honestly, it's not all the forces lined up against us. It's really not. It's not all the different cultural institutions that have their sights aimed at us. The greatest scam going on in this country right now, it's that we're paying for all of it. <laughs> Your money. You went to work today and you worked half the day. So you could fund your own destruction. That's what's crazy. Those nutball professors we talk about all the time on the show. Oh, America's terrible. I love Lenin. You pay their salaries. That FBI you're so mad at. Only aiming at Republicans. Ignoring BLM. Ignoring Antifa. Oh, they're still going out there hunting down those dangerous January 6th terrorists. Oh, the FBI can't stand them. Yeah, you pay every single one of their salaries. You and I, we fund the people who are wrecking the country. That's the most staggering thing about what's going on in America. We are paying for it because we have institutionalized everything that we're against. And that's tough to swallow, right? I mean, if you have these moments, look, I want you to understand, if you have these moments where you wake up, you read the news or maybe it's the end of the day and you feel surrounded. You feel like every institution is, they're preaching things you disagree with. They're, they're trying to do things you hate. If you wake up every day or any day and you feel that way, I want you to understand, I feel the same way too. I, I have those days where, I'll be honest, I at least have a moment or two where I'm like, oh gosh. Man, we are up, we are up against it here. That's because we are up against it. That doesn't mean we quit, suck our thumbs, hide about it, cry about it. We're still going to laugh. We're still going to enjoy the fart button now and then. But we have to understand we are surrounded and we're paying for it. We're paying for it. That's why, honestly, it's part of the reason I'm so emphatic about the companies that have partnered with the show. Because how much how much money have I spent in my lifetime on companies that then take that money and they go run ad campaigns totally contrary to my values. It sickens me what I have done. And I I know that may be a little self-pitying, but it's true. Look, when I tell you about Annie's genius box, when I tell you about that, it's because they believe what you and I believe. They don't want a bunch of drones out there. What do you want me to do government? They want your kid to learn how to think. You know what my kid did on Saturday? Ding dong, doorbell rings. Dog, of course, goes ready, to, ready to eat someone's face off. Kid goes sprinting to the door, opens it up, and it's his Annie's genius box. He goes in, opens it up. He got a fossil. He had to first chisel out. They gave him this little tool. He had to chisel out a fossil and then make a plaster of it. And like I said, they want your kids thinking about geology, geology, and chemistry and aerodynamics and all these things. Go to annieskitclubs.com slash radio, and they give you 75% off your first box. annieskitclubs.com slash radio. The Jesse Kelly Show. I like it. Returns next. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, final segment of the Jesse Kelly Show. If you missed any part of the show tonight, remember you can get the entire thing on iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. Uh, remember, the suits at corporate divided up the show into three parts. So d- don't ask me why. I think it's confusing. Make your life easier and just subscribe or hit follow so they automatically download. And Chris is putting them in order now. So once they automatically, da- once you click on hour one, it'll automatically go to hour two and three and four Just make your life easier, apparently. All right. All right. That's that's that before I, before I get to headlines, I didn't get to another email or two here. I, I do just want to take a brief second. I, I have always said, and will always say, we, we honor the warriors who die on behalf of our country, the ones who die in battle, right? He charged a machine gun nest. I mean, you, our Medal of Honor citation tonight. That was awesome. It was inspiring. And we should honor them. We don't, we don't tend to honor the ones who die. In accidents, we don't tend to honor the ones who die with things that sound dumb. A guy wrote in last week, and some people got confused by it. He talked about one of his relatives flying into a mountain. That's not dumb. That's just cloud cover and chance, and the way things work. Out. It's just that's the way it works. We don't tend to tell their stories at all. And we just got word this is just now. Uh, the U.S. Navy is saying four people have died in a helicopter crash on the Hawaiian island of Kauai. So look, I'm not going to give out any names. For all I know, families don't even know yet or anything like that. But let's just take a quick second and honor them, huh? Rest in peace, my brothers. Rest in peace. All right. That's enough of all that. And now... Here's a headline. Go, you know the thing. Headlines we didn't get to. Putin orders troops to eastern Ukraine, drawing condemnation at the emergency UN meeting. Was Russia... Heading up that UN meeting? (laughs) It's so clownish how these international organizations are now. Sorry, I couldn't help myself. Left-wing professors suggest Tucker Carlson and the Trump wing of the GOP are committing treason for opposing Ukraine conflict. Just get ready for that. You're about to experience waves of that that are going to drive you absolutely insane. The go-to line from the system from now on is going to be Any criticism of Joe Biden and his actions in Ukraine mean you're not a patriot. This is treason. Don't you speak out against the president? It is funny how those rules differ whenever there's a Democrat president or a Republican president. I will simply say this. If you distrust your president, your federal government, your State Department, if you distrust these people, well, they've earned that. And you have every single right to distrust the people who run this country. Cocaine search, Dollar man refused to unclench buttocks for the police. I got to be honest with you. If you can clench your butt up for that long, the cops can't give give a little, little undercarriage check. I think they should let you off. I think that's impressive. I don't know about you, but... I get cramped up if I try that for too long. We've all, Look, we've all had Bratwurst night, and we've all had to do that on the way driving. Look, I, I, I'll tell you what. I respect it. One other thing. I almost forgot to get to this. Where are you sending your cell phone money every single month? Are you sending it to Verizon or AT&T or T-Mobile? Stop doing that, please. Save yourself some money. Lord knows it looks like we're going to need it. Switch to Pure Talk. Average family saves over 800 bucks a year. And I, I, think I, I think I need to stress this. Switching is really easy. It takes less than 10 minutes. It, remember, American-based customer service. You call and you get to talk to an American and they're so pleasant and just wonderful to deal with. If you switch now, if you dial pound 250, pound 250 and say Jesse Kelly and switch now, you save an additional 50% off your first month, all right? Dial pound 250, switch to Pure Talk. Keep your number, keep your phone, or or get, get new phones, whatever. They make it cake, all right? Back to the headlines. Israel presses U.S. on Iran nuclear deal terms to keep talking afterward. I think we forget that Iran is on the verge of getting a nuclear weapon, Israel is already a nuclear power with a very capable military, and Israel can't afford Iran getting a nuclear weapon, because Iran has announced lots of times they intend to nuke Israel if they get a nuclear weapon. It's so wild with all this other stuff going on right now with uh, uh, Justin Castro of Canada, uh, Putin invading Ukraine. Inflation through the roof. We keep forgetting uh, the Middle East is still this gigantic powder keg. Chris, keep your people calm over there. Keep. For- <laughs> Chris said we'll take care of it. That's not right, Chris. Australia lowers drawbridge to the world. Reopens after a two-year isolation. I'll be honest with you. I've never really wanted to visit Australia anyway because everything in that country can murder you. The sharks, the, the, even the snails are deadly. They have a deadly octopus. Who's ever even heard of something like that? They have like nine of the ten deadliest snakes, the deadliest spider. It's just a house of horrors. So I've never really wanted to visit Australia anyway. Now that's on the lighter side. On the serious side, are you going to make decisions, travel decisions, travel decisions, based on what you've seen these countries do in the last two years. I'll be honest with you. I think I am. I don't think think I'm anxious to spend my money in a country that did to its people what Australia just did to its people. I think there's plenty of other places I can go, and I won't have to fight off the snails. Ottawa mayor vows to sell Freedom Convoy trucks confiscated from the protesters. Isn't it wild how it went from 15 days to slow the spread – to let me stomp your face in, steal your truck, sell it, and keep the profits. Let us once again remember the people, the very few people in the beginning, who were speaking out on day one saying, this is a gigantic mistake, don't you dare let them do this. Los Angeles prosecutor admits two-year sentence for child molester may be too lenient. Oh, maybe. Do you think? How about a two-year sentence in the middle of the Pacific Ocean with no life preserver? Freedom Convoy organizer Tamara Lish, Lisch, lish I may be that wrong, denied bail by a judge who was run as a liberal candidate. They're also saying she may face 10 years in prison. 10 years. I do want to remind people this is the same government that got to the knee when Black Lives Matter was protesting about St. George Floyd. Golly. The lawsuits are coming. Kyle Rittenhouse launches media accountability pro- project and names who he's suing first there's whoopi goldberg on there all these other people on there you know what i wholeheartedly support this thing and i'll tell you why until people in this country until the media people in this country start being more afraid of telling outright lies and demonizing people until they feel pain for doing that they're never going to stop right now they have no incentive to stop if they do something all we get is whining from the right oh that's hypocritical that's not true you know what hit them with the 20 million dollar lawsuit they may be more careful next time all right chin up we'll have fun again tomorrow i promise that's all the big take from bloomberg news brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world